Welcome back, listeners and subscribers, to another episode of For Your Amusement, where we talk about all about theme parks and all for your amusement. So, guys, near my friends Nick and Nolan. Actually, guys, I I kind of screwed that up before I restart that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like trying time. to figure take out where I do the all, and then I screwed that up. All right. Yep. Could I? All good. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome back, listeners and subscribers, to another episode of For Your Amusement, where we talk about theme parks all around the country and all for your amusement. I'm here with my friends Nolan and Nick. Guys, welcome. Welcome. Yo, yo, yo. You say welcome. I say, Kyle, are you warm? Are you frozen? I was looking at the weather today in the Northeast, and I'm so glad that I live in Florida. What's what's the current temperature right now? I am so jealous. So the current temperature right now, can I get a drum roll, please? 18 degrees. So uh, not terrible. Right. Okay, that's really not as bad as I thought. Okay. It was 10 degrees earlier, or it felt like 10 <laughs> degrees earlier. That's brutal. Did you go out today? I did not go out today. I haven't been out to my say. party in like days, because it's been, it's been really <laughs> cold, and then today was like the, the one that's freezing. I do not blame you at all. No way, Jose. And I, I just got my heat fixed because for the longest time it wasn't fixed. They said it was. <laughs> they fixed it. They said it was fixed. It wasn't fixed. Finally, before the, the uh, weather came, I got it fixed. Oh my god! So you were going how long without heat? Um, like we, it was like weeks, but like it, it uh. was, it was fine because it wasn't really that cold. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So that was good. How about you guys? I mean, it must be really hot down there. Nah, dude, listen, I was bundled up today, shivering. Really? I didn't get to my car. No, I'm kidding. It's fucking <laughs> hot as shit here. Oh, the, my God. The current temperature, I just stepped outside like a few minutes ago, and it was kind of drizzling. It's it's 66 here, which to us, everybody's in Yeezy winter clothing. So I know this week it's supposed to get a little bit cooler towards the end of the week, seven, 72 as a high, raise the roof, 50 <laughs> as a low. That's right. That's how we, we roll down here. Not terrible, not terrible. Not terrible, but... I, I, yeah, I mean, um, a couple of years, the last couple of years, um, well, my, my my grandpa would call me from Florida when he was living in Florida, and he'd be like, so Kyle, it's really cold down here, it's like 78 degrees. And my grandpa, it's 10 degrees here. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't survive. No. So, yeah, um, I just find it funny. Frozen... In the tundra, I hope you guys get out of this winter snap soon because that's just too damn much. But I, I'm I'm going to Vermont at the end of the month, and I'm it's gonna be a fucking freezing cold. That's for another time. Um, <laughs> last podcast, I don't what's today's date. I don't even remember what year we're in. Uh, today's the eleventh. I think last podcast Nolan had given us a little recap on his trip to Universal. He experienced Shrek just before they closed. Um. We now have, they now have Walt, it's officially closed if you're listening to this podcast, so don't go to Universal and expect to go on it. <laughs> um, they put up construction walls around it, and no one's had the picture earlier this week. I don't remember if it was yesterday or whenever, if my memory's not great. But they put up uh, a little minion um, hint on the construction wall, and also I think Universal put a video out with an onion, and then they swapped it for a banana. In front mm. of the Shrek thing, so I think, you know, obviously we know where that's going. So we've speculated about this before, but Nolan, I'm going to give you the reins on this one. Have you heard anything, the rumblings, the rumors about what's going to take over officially for Shrek? Yeah, so um, pretty much, I mean, real quick before I get into that, um, so I closed on Sunday, and it was really funny because there were so many people that, like, went to kind of get there and ride it the last time or watch it. And uh, they gave out like the uh, the glasses and you could keep them, which I thought was kind of funny. That, people that were, like, was really cool. Screaming and yeah, it was it was a lot. So that was kind of funny. But well, uh, well, that, before before we yeah. no, before I let you speculate, I just want to say after 18 years, Shrek 4D is closing. You know, that's what we're talking about. If if you don't know, um, and yeah, I mean it, it's really sad. I mean honestly, like I know like it wasn't the greatest ride, and but it just like it was always a part of, like, the trips, at least for me. And so, like, you know, even just to not have that anymore, you know, kind of definitely feels like a loss. 
I don't know about what you guys think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so, just because it was, like, kind of like a cornerstone of, like, the parks, because it was such a right. huge property at the time when they didn't have Harry mm-hmm. Potter and the other stuff, so that kind of helped it stay afloat in a way, so. Um, but back to the speculation, or it, it's pretty much confirmed at this point, like Nick was saying, they have a bunch of videos with, like, bananas, and they have the walls that have the minions on them. Um, so pretty much, I'm not sure if we talked about it on our podcast, I think we did. Um, so the speculation was that they were having, like, in, I believe it was Minions 2, or Despicable, Despicable Me 2, they had, um, the villain con, or I think that, that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and pretty much, um, it was kind of like each, uh, villain had, like, their own booth, like, in a convention sort of setting, and they would have, like, their different kind of, like, uh, weapons or whatever that they use as like a showcase in a way um so pretty much for the ride um what they're going to do is supposedly is they're going to have a moving kind of conveyor belt it's not sitting everybody's i believe standing and pretty much you're going to go through each booth kind of like in the actual movie and it's pretty much going to be kind of like a toy story mania based ride um, and that's kind of like how they're gonna have you do this experience. Nolan, so it, it's kind of like uh, Spider-Man, right? The new Spider-Man ride in Disney. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Except um, the word is that it's just gonna be standing, and I'm not sure exactly how they're gonna do all that. I don't know exactly, what but it's it's interesting. So yeah, what I want to know is that building is not that big, so like it's definitely not that. Like big enough to really house a ride, I don't think. So I'm surprised that they're gonna put a ride in there. Yeah, and also too is that what uh they were saying is um they're keeping a part of the building um there for horror nights and um like other stuff that they have if they want to use it. I I wonder multi purpose. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to build a new building, if they're going to knock it down and build a new building, or if they're going to try to repurpose the building. No, yeah. they're not going to. I don't think they're going to raise it. Maybe they'll put extensions onto it, but they wouldn't raise it, I don't think. Yeah, because uh, there's, there's two theaters. Um, I think they only use one now, or they, they, that's what they did before. Um, so that's like a decent space. But, I mean, yeah. you're kind of right, because, I mean, it is a big thing if you're thinking about it in a in a way you know so it's gonna be interesting to see kind of how they decide to utilize all that space or if they have enough space yeah and and just speculating on timing especially if they're not going to um they're not going to you know raise the building i think it'll we'll probably see an opening in the summer just because the new minions movie comes out july 1st so i'm I'm assuming they're going to want to time it similar to that, you know, as close to that as they can get. Yeah. So also, um, uh, glad you mentioned that. So that was the original plan, I think, or something along the way. Um, but now the plan is that they're going to open it for 2023. For you, it's going to take them over a year. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting because I mean, for the past, I don't know how many years but their main thing was um adding a new attraction every year mm. so i'm curious to kind of see if they're going to still do that or i don't know kind of what they could do because nothing's really being built at the moment so i think yeah. that's interesting because we i just got a there was a magazine that we got uh to the house this week and it was saying um, SeaWorld's got uh, a new coaster, Iron Gwazi and Bush Gardens, and it just it had Universal's logo. Like, there's nothing there to attract people, which I understand that, you know, you want to bring people in every year, but, I mean, Epic Universe is kind of taking all that, all their, mm-hmm. their current budget, so I don't know. I hope they don't skimp on this. That's the only thing I'm a little worried about is we're going to get something that's going to be quickly done and a little cheap, but we'll see. Yeah, and the one thing that kind of doesn't, like, rub me the wrong way, just a little frustrating is that they're having two attractions based mm-hmm. off the Minions, 
where I think, I mean, it's a cool property, but to have two attractions, especially right next to each other, is kind of, I don't know, it's a little much, unless they really do excel, because the other one is kind of ass. <laughs> but Agreed. Um, yeah. I mean, people have been saying, too, that they might decide to maybe get rid of the OG one eventually and keep this one, so who knows. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the only thing I'm thinking is that, you know, we've seen with Harry Potter, you know, that they like when they're big franchises, they like to, you know, create like little worlds and they're prone to making more than one ride. So I would think that for the Minions, because it's so popular, that's why they want to do it again. Um, but like you said, it, it's got to be distinct enough that people aren't going to say it's the same ride twice. I mean, that, yeah, that is a good point. I think it's interesting, though, like, when you first walk into the park, that's the first thing you're greeted by, mm-hmm. and you think they would pick something stronger than the Minions. Like, oh. uh, you think maybe they would go, because it is Ride the Movies, and it is a movie, but, I mean, there's a lot better than the Minions, you know what I mean? Well, I guess it depends on who's the audience, because yeah, for family kids, friendly. you know, that's the strongest thing out there. Right. So, you that's know, I guess point. that's... I don't know. Let's hope Nolan Theory is right, though. We don't need to. We don't need bananas everywhere. <laughs> bananas. <laughs> I do like the the fact that they're keeping the the uh, horror nights portion of the building, though, because I was kind of worried that we were going to lose a house. Mm. But they also teased islands being a location for horror nights this year, so. Oh, that's yeah, another so thing may, to keep an eye out on. So maybe they might lose a house this year, but I think. For the year after, they might have it, which would make sense. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Kaz, you uh, asked your question yet? Or are you still or nothing? Oh yet? no! Well, no, I didn't ask yet. Um, so I do have a question for you guys. What would you have wanted to see at the Shrek building? Um, you know, if you could have picked, what would have replaced it? Um. Trying to think uh, universal. I I think I mean this is a cop out answer, but um you kinda of thinking of I don't know what they're putting in Epic Universe, but I think if you're thinking of kind of audience like we're talking about and maybe expanding their kind of horizons when it came to different properties, I don't know it's still similar but it's not the exact same. The uh, Secret Life of Pets ride mm. um that they just open it. Uh, Hollywood. I think mm-hmm. I think that'd be a really cool fit because one, it's a ride, and two, you know, it's something different. You know, people would enjoy it. And I'm not saying anything bad about what they're building now because we don't really know. But I think that'd be like a really great addition to the park. Yeah. Yeah, Nolan, that was mine too. And yeah, that's funny because <laughs> I feel like that that section would then be like, you know, the, the animated section with that and the minions. Right. You know, they would have their own little area. So maybe um, I, the only thing I could think of maybe is kind of what you were alluding to earlier was maybe they don't have enough space for that. Because mm-hmm. that does seem pretty big too because that's a huge ride and obviously yeah. lines. And so maybe that's probably maybe a reason why they didn't decide to do that. Or who knows? So, Right. Nick, what are, what's your thoughts? I don't know. I don't know if there's a better answer than Secret Life of Pets, to be honest with you. I mean, there's like, you know, you could throw anything out there, but I think as far as practicality, I think Secret Life of Pets is about as good as it would get. Yeah, the only other thing I had in mind was another show, you know, because we've always talked about them needing more shows. Mm-hmm. So if they could, you know, they could definitely use that building for a show. Yeah, or a show like... um. I know Sing got really good reviews, the second one. Yeah. Um, Maybe, like, a show, kind of like a filler magic sort of thing. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. That's a possibility, too, so. Almost like a sing-along, like what Disney does? Yeah, or something like that. That'd be an interesting idea. Send the checks. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of checks. Yeah, speaking of checks. Check some balances. Check your balances because you just <laughs> got ripped off. Hey. Um, it's it, This is news <laughs> that is just makes you want to bash your head against the wall. <laughs> if you have a reservation for Savi's lightsaber workshop or if you build a droid currently 
and Galaxy's Edge. I don't know if this pertains to California, but I know for a fact this is an Orlando thing. It is over $200 with tax to build the lightsaber at Savvy's shop. And when you're done, they give you a carrying case sleeve that you can sling over your shoulder and obviously have something to take your lightsaber home in. They're having a supply issue, as literally every single industry is. And apparently they don't have bags to give out once your lightsaber's been built. And they've been giving people plastic bags, like something you would slip an umbrella in. And they're still charging full price. Uh, Same thing with the droids. They're still charging full price. Now, I've heard that guests have been complaining and they've been listening and they're not charging people full price anymore. I don't know what that price is that they adjusted. It's probably like $10. But I cannot tell you how absolutely livid I would be going through all that hassle of getting a reservation, finally getting there, making it, going through that experience, and then being let down with having – you know, a, a, the completed piece of your puzzle missing. So, because, you know, it's got, you know, graphics on it and it says where it's from and it's just a cool, you know, keepsake, I suppose. So, this is a horrible. I mean, it's not really that bad, but it's just a bad look. Well, you know what I you mean? Talk, yeah, you talk about, like, the designs and the, the, that aspect, but what about the aspect of, like, you being in the actual parks and you have to carry that around? There's a yeah. hazard of you breaking it. There's all these other things that could go wrong because mm-hmm. of kind of what they did, and maybe you can't do certain things because of of their problems, which is kind of messed up. Right. And, Nolan, that's 100% right. That's what I was thinking. Like, especially you're going to bring that on the plane. It's going to be – you know, in a, a bag, it's going to break through the bag, especially the lightsabers. You, like, you should at the very least put it in, like, you know, um, I don't even know what the fabric is, but, you know, like a regular bag that's, like, more permanent than a plastic bag. Um, and then, like, that's the first thing, because um, I'm sure they have a thousand regular Disney bags that they could put it in. And the second thing is they should they should give you a credit and say, hey, you know, contact this, you know, this number. Or, you know, put this in the computer and, you know, whenever you get home and when we have them, we'll ship the uh, bags to you, like the real bags. I agree 100% with that, but that's wishful thinking. (laughs) How do you not do that? Like, I don't get that at all. They would, unfortunately, 2022 Disney would never do that. Disney, if you're listening, you probably should. Doesn't make any sense. I, I know those reservations are still booked up forever, though. It's very difficult to get one still. So, But it's not yeah, difficult to get yourself a reservation for that Star Wars <laughs> hotel. So if you're in need, you can get one. Yeah, we got, uh, what is it, uh, two months? I think two months. Two. Really? That quick? <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, wow. I think it was March. Well, maybe they should open the, open the lightsaber store up in the hotel. So you can get free access when you book a hotel. Yeah, that's where all the that's where all the bags are going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so so moving on, um this past weekend um was I don't know the exact number, but I know the marathon started in the late nineties. Um Disney had their annual Disney marathon and if you don't know what it is, um they have half marathons and full marathons like a they go a marathon and it goes all throughout the parks and the backways and um it's just it's a really cool thing experience um we were talking about it uh pre-show um we don't know uh anybody that's done it so we don't have that much insight on it but it's definitely really cool and i believe that universal did did it once or twice it was kind of recent i think I, i could be totally wrong no, no, they did, they did. I, I remember for a fact. Um, but they haven't said anything about it in recently. Um, so would you guys, I, obviously, you have to enjoy running and get into that shape because it takes a lot. But if you had the possibility of doing it, would you guys consider it? I'm already there, baby. I'm already in. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I could do it right now. <laughs> so, yeah, hell yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) I would love to do it. I mean, if yeah, if I could do it, I would do it. Because, like, that's a fun thing. Like, I wouldn't run a regular marathon. But, like, this, there's, you know, it's great scenery, you know, once in a, kind of once in a lifetime thing to do. 
Yeah, yeah, and I and I saw too. They had pictures and stuff. They uh they were running through um the underside of Guardians of the Galaxy, the one in Epcot, which I thought was pretty cool because like I mean you're like looking at something that's like not even there currently, which is mm. a cool experience too. Okay, so just a quick if you if anybody out there is interested in running a marathon that hasn't before, uh, I wouldn't exactly consider it to be the cheapest thing that you can do. <laughs> um, the cost to participate in the 2021 marathon is $195 per runner. Um, and the start time is at 5:30 in the morning. So, uh, two things, your wallet's hit and you got to wake up early as shit. So the medal that you get is pretty cool when you complete it. If you complete it, hopefully you don't pass out. Um, <laughs> but I saw there was a dude on the side holding a sign that said, you run Disney better than you should pack. <laughs> yeah. Which was absolutely hysterical. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and if you beat him in the marathon, you get free tickets. <laughs> He's going to be given a lot of free tickets then. <laughs> Nolan, did you see the metal uh, design for this year? I Which have is... not seen it. Just curious. Let me see if I can look it up really fast. Because they've had some supposedly, really uh, good ones. Supposedly, there's uh, somebody that ran this weekend, and they uh, broke the record. Oh, look at that. And uh, this, this dude, or no, this girl, um, yeah, she ran. There was there, so there's four different marathons. They have the 5k, 10k, half marathon, mm-hmm. I think, or just, was that just two? I'm not sure. But <laughs> there was, um, guess how many miles combined it was for the four? Many- it has to be four. Guess how many miles combined it was for between what? I think is it two or is it four? I'm not. I'm getting a little confused. But uh, let's just say there's a five k and a ten k, which I think is what I confused. So there's only two. So how many miles? Did she do it? And then I'm going to ask for the time because it's kind of crazy. Uh, how many miles between both? Uh, Twenty-five. Kyle. How many miles between both? Both how of many- what though? How many miles are it were in five k and ten k? Oh, in the five. Okay, gotcha. So, if Nick is going with twenty five, um, I'm gonna go with ten. So the total <laughs> combined is forty eight point six miles. Oh, right. And she completed the 26.2 mile marathon. I'm not sure which one that is. Um, and anybody have a guess? 26 miles. Uh, Two hours and seven minutes. She's, this is fast. I feel, I gotta turn this is fast. Uh, or, I'm gonna go with like an hour and a half. She was booking it. <laughs> that, that, I think that would be Olympian. Um, <laughs> yeah, it said, it said she's like trying to be an Olympian too, which is kind of cool. But, um, Kyle was closer. It was two hours and 45 minutes, which is just oh, wow. kind of insane. Yeah, I don't know how anyone can run for that long. That's amazing. That is crazy. Yeah, it's just a lot of training. Jesus Christ. What do you get when you what what do you get when you finish first? Like besides a medal, uh, do you get anything? I'm trying to see. A, give me something. Give me like a free pass or a free ice cream or something. Yeah, or like a dinner with traffic. <laughs> oh God, no! Nah. I come fall down and finish second. Fuck yeah. that! No way. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Oh, I wait. I'm seeing know. prize money. What? Uh, oh, there prize, is prize money. money? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We got breaking news. Christ. Oh, no. Never mind. Walt Disney World Marathon Awards. Let's run.com. This seems official. Um, the prizes are for the top three, top five in each division. I can't seem to find it anywhere. Uh, um, the first year was a prize back in 97, oh god, 97, 98, Jesus Christ. Okay, so this, they, they used to give out money, but I guess not anymore. <laughs> yeah, the new Disney would not give out money. Yeah, because yeah, they're gonna so. get the bags, bro. Yeah, they can't even get the bags, come on, dude. <laughs> Shit. Very true. Uh, how, do you know how much they used to give? I'm kind of curious now. No, it doesn't say it in here, unfortunately. It's probably nothing crazy, especially because it's in the 90s, too. Yeah, maybe it was. You get a free Mickey bar. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that might be worth it. Oh, <laughs> I'd pay 20 bucks for one. Fuck that. Did you really? No. Oh, that was I mean, you go to Publix, it's about how much you pay for a box of them, so. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, you guys are lucky, because I don't think we have them here, but they're definitely, in, you know, in Florida, in Publix. Yeah. I wish, no, nah, they're only in uh, Orlando. They're not in Publix. I wish I'd buy packs. Oh, they're not in they Publix. They are. I, dude, I literally like, have like a pack of eight in my freezer right now. You're lying. <laughs> I, no, I swear I, to God. I, bro, I, all right. Let me send you pictures right now, you bitch. Look at me. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, look at that. They're expensive, though. Like, freaking eight fifty for a box, but it is weird. A box of what? Four? A box of... Uh, <laughs> Next time you see Nolan, yeah, he's going to balloon up like 100 pounds because he's going to eat Mickey bars. <laughs> uh, look, look, look. I'm going to send you guys a picture right now, and you're going to see. It's kind of like a janky-ass Mickey bar. It's so small. It's like Mickey Bar from Miniville or some shit. The yeah, Mickey, the Mickey Bar. The Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Bar. That's what it is. <laughs> oh man. Mickey bar. All right. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a Mickey Bar. I know people talk really? about them all the time. Like, oh, yeah. dude, they're not. I mean, don't expect too much. It's just basically chocolate. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> they are talked up very much. Like they are, they, race, they are you know? very good. They they this are very good. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's in them, but they're very <laughs> Alright, so I don't, I couldn't find anything about the Disney prize money, but does anybody have a guess on what first place gets for the Boston Marathon? The Boston uh, Marathon? Oh no, that's the big. Boston. That's, that, uh, fuck you. <laughs> that's a, that's a big, I feel like that's big money. Um, for the Boston Marathon? 5,000? You think it's big? No, 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 no. I think it's way more than that. I think it's like, oh. I want to say it's like freaking fifty grand or something. It's twenty grand. It's a lot of money. I'm gonna fuck it. Fifty grand. That's what you're getting. Yeah. There you go. Kyle. Well, um, I'm gonna stick with my five thousand. So five thousand is awarded to ten place. Ah, yeah, so that's right. big. <laughs> It's more than that. It's fucking eighty grand. Let's go. Third, third place is awarded forty thousand. Wow, that's a hundred k. The the winner gets a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Oh yeah, fucking cock guy. And they and they also have a wheelchair too, and that they get a twenty five thousand. Ooh. Pretty lit. Pretty lit. Yeah. Oh, so, so first place gets one fifty, second gets seventy five, fourth or third gets forty, fourth gets twenty five. So. Pretty yeah, awesome. Go socks, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Good for them. That's crazy. Where's that money coming from? All the Mickey taxpayers. <laughs> yeah, taxpayers. Yeah, it's, it's coming from a bunch <laughs> of money laundering. Um. <clears throat> all right, so I uh, I got a random uh question for you guys. All right. I saw somebody talking about this the other day. And it got the wheels turning in my head, wondering if there's a possibility for it in the future. Do you guys ever think, we know these big properties, Disney is, literally owns just about everything you could ever interact with in a day. Universal is a huge entertainment, basically conglomerate, monopoly, whatever you want to say. Do you guys ever think the Walt Disney Company would ever fade away? 
something else would come along and it would just start to just slowly dwindle and that nostalgia would be covered up and people wouldn't be interested in it anymore. Not necessarily in our generation, but in the future. Does Disney ever die? Um, Disney's pretty recent. It's pretty I, Yeah. I think if anything, they would... I don't know who it was, but there was, like, a couple rulers where they kind of kamikaze and, like, had their own downfall because of their own faults. Mm. And I think that would be the only case, just because I think there's just... going that way now. (laughs) There's so many many people that, like, you know, it's just, it's, like, the biggest thing that anybody knows of, like, IP-wise or company, you know. Um, But, I mean we're kind of like in a time where it's very interesting because of technology and a bunch of stuff that just in the air. And I think you could probably better answer this question in like 10 years, because I think that's Mm. when you'll know kind of what direction they're kind of going towards. Yeah. I mean, Nolan, you have a great point. So I, I do agree. I think that not in this generation, but at some point I could see it going down. Um, or fading away just because one we've seen it with like things like huge places like blockbuster where like no one ever thought blockbuster got out of business and they made some bad choices they had like nolan said the technology kind of out outlived them almost and um and i think you know that's a huge thing and the other thing is like we saw in the 90s like disney weren't they on the verge of bankruptcy like mm-hmm. how badly yep. they were mad eisner came in and, and rescued them Right, and then they were in pretty bad shape actually when when Eisner stepped down. I read the um, Bob Iger book, and you know he made them into this huge company. Hmm. So I definitely think they could. I mean, they they shouldn't, and I don't, you know I don't think it would be for a long time, especially because of how well the um, the movie business is doing for them. So I mean, you never know. I just saw recently that Disney invested in some metaverse technology. So they know where the future is going. Yeah, yeah, I saw Cause, that. I mean, the the blockbuster thing is a good example, but the blockbuster franchise failed because they refused to adapt. Yeah. So I think Disney's willing to adapt, and I think, yeah, well, not willing to adapt. You kind of it's adapt or die. We've seen that time and time again. But I feel like Disney was built on innovation, and there's no way in hell that any CEO or big figurehead in the future of this company would even Chapek would ever let this company die by refusing to adapt. Um, yeah. But I, go ahead. No, I'm just saying like, it is definitely possible. Like somebody I think could kind of really hurt the company in a, in a whole, but it, it'd be very difficult. Cause it, I, like you were saying, like a successor would come in and, Kind of get it back to where it's supposed to be because it just it just so it's so huge like it, right it, it's wild yeah I was thinking of, go ahead Kyle oh no Nick you were going first so you go first I I just really really fast I was thinking about this just yesterday not knock on wood knock on God knock on whatever is going to keep me here as long as I can be here um, the 50th anniversary is this year uh, if we're lucky enough we're going to be here for the hundredth. So I'll, there's a lot that's going to evolve in that time. Now, my dad, my dad was he remembers going to uh, uh, what was it called? Oh, she was awake. I would ask her right now. Uh, he used to go to this thing where they had a preview of Disney before it opened, and he would, his dad would take him, and it was like this whole big hype up thing before Disney World opened. And he's seen this this company evolve to what it is today. So what are we going to see? By its hundredth, I mean, are we going to see Disney in the sky? Like, who fucking knows? It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be, be awesome. an interesting ride for our lifetime, for sure. Not to get a pun on Bob Iger's book. Space yeah. Force One <laughs> No, you're you're right, Nick. I mean, like that's like a, it's so interesting to think about because, like, even if we don't get the flying cars or you know that type of thing that everyone predicts in the future, like the world does change completely. Like, if you look at like 50 years ago to today. And, like, now we have, you know, computers and smartphones and, you know, every every answer at the tip of our fingers and, you know, all these different things. And, and it's crazy. So, like, the world will change. I don't know what it would be, um, but you would assume that theme parks would change with it. Um, something – my original point was going to be that 
for what you had said, Nolan, um, about the so the or I think Nick actually maybe you said that about the VR and like having like Disney become more VR. I'm okay with them like adding VR to the parks, but I think that as the like people get more VR based, like I think the and you know the 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 last thing we need is for more like complete or for it to be completely VR because like that's when I would want the like the real rides more, you know, when everything else is VR. Yeah, that's, that's a really interesting point. Uh, uh, just to piggyback off that really fast, I'm I'm interested in this whole like metaverse VR wave future, whatever you want to say. But I don't know if it's I'm not excited by it. And I'm I think the human element is always going to reach for something tangible. Like, what good is it if you can pick up a uh, a virtual bottle of water, but you can't really drink, you know what I mean? You're kind of just uh-huh. kind of you know, strive for, for something that you can interact with. And there was a guy, I forget, I think his name was Keen, Keen, I think it was, I don't know, some economist back in the 30s predicted that people were going to work three hours a day in the future. And obviously how, how wrong was he? People are working more than they've ever been and completely underpaid. So, I feel like the evolution that we're going to see in the Disney parks is going to be more towards keeping things ahead of its time. And unfortunately, Kyle, I, I think ahead of its time means being in a virtual world. And I really hate to say that. Really quick question for the both of you. Are we going to see what's the first classic attraction that's going to die? Do you guys see like the Haunted Mansion being gone in like 10 years, 20 years? I don't. I, I would say. I would say pirates. Pirates. Okay. Maybe pirates. Pirates before Haunted Mansion. I would think. In terms of, I mean, I would see something like Jungle Cruise. You know, closing before that. Agreed. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, like having something physical over like just like a virtual VR thing is just. A way better experience. Just ask the Kodak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, but that's like, um, it's crazy. Like Kyle was saying, or you guys are saying, like, just imagine 50 years, but like, even like the past 10 years of our own life, you know, like how much mm-hmm. has changed, like with like smartphones and just stuff like that. It's just, it's wild. And when it comes to like technology and like theme parks, like that's why this whole, um, epic universe thing is so massive is because there's so much kind of unknown and it's kind of like the base of like the future of what theme parks are gonna gonna look like yeah i mean we're already seeing it with um it's like that the heavily rumored new harry potter attraction that's supposed to be coming um and replacing uh fear factor that's supposed to be vr right it's like a vr quidditch thing yeah yeah well, listen, I'm going to tell you all this. If we're living in a simulation, <laughs> we're literally about as close as we're going to get to have that being living proof. Because <laughs> once the metaverse takes over and we start living in this, like, fake reality, we're fucked. So, God, if God, if you're really up there, <laughs> <laughs> please don't let us get to that point. But it is kind of crazy to think the fact that we're here now. We have all these crazy gizmos and gadgets and things to make our lives easier and, and AKA lazier. And you'd think this is a ceiling. Like, where do we go from here? But then we got the metaverse popping up and we have all this, like, th- this rumblings of cryptocurrency and NFTs. And it, it's just like a weird thing to wrap your head around. But I guess that's the new wave, boys. We're going to be wearing virtual Jordans. Shit. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it is crazy oh my god like yeah when you think about just how it changed and you know Nolan I think you mentioned it with 10 years ago you know our lives have changed completely but like think about it like from our parents perspective where like they you know 20 30 years ago you know they didn't have cell phones like they couldn't you want to talk to someone you went to a payphone or you know you went to your house you know or you couldn't you couldn't talk on or you couldn't, you know, use the computer, you know, to look things up. Like, for us, like, the way that I think about it, like, 
cell phones have always existed and now like they're doing more than ever and the same thing with like computers have existed so it's not like we never experienced that before so like just think of that generation gap and how crazy that is yeah i always say i think we had like the best generation to grow up in Mm -hmm. besides obviously the 80s had like the music and the pop culture that's that's like kind of hard to beat but as a whole like we went through kind of like three different kind of transitions and we all kind of experienced them with the like being pretty knowledgeable like we weren't like two years old and like mm-hmm. like something just magically had you know like we were for dial-up connections and um <laughs> like cell phones and like um what else like you used to mention computers but i mean they were like i remember when i was like little like computers were like took 20 minutes to even like turn it on yeah and, like you couldn't even do anything without like a cd rom and it's it just wild like the ipod like it's it's crazy no one remember this is just in 13 remember we uh in freshman halls, we had uh, Ethernet cables we had to plug in to use the Internet. Yeah, yeah, it, it which was is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that's not even 10 years ago. We, uh, so, like, pretty much what Kyle is referring to is we went to uh, Penn State, and at the time, um, Penn State East Halls um, were pretty much not changed at all. They were pretty much the same way as they were for the past, like, 60-plus years, maybe even more. <laughs> Pretty much. And, um, yeah, so, and they had no air conditioning and no uh, Wi-Fi, so it was kind of crazy dealing with that, and now they have, like, just glass windows everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, like, the second after we left, you know, East Falls, they redid everything, and, like, now they have state-of-the-art everything. Yeah, it's, it's wicked. It's wicked. It's funny you said that because I, like, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I did. That's probably <laughs> no. After time, I was like, I can't even just stay in here. I gotta go somewhere to use my laptop. <laughs> yeah, like they had Wi-Fi in other places on campus, which was so weird that they didn't just say, "Let's just do it here too." Yeah, yeah. So anyway. it is what it is. Yeah. Blame Chapik. <laughs> <laughs> it was his fault. <laughs> Anywho, um, we're back to our favorite portion of the show, at least mine. I think it's my favorite. I don't know. But anyways. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> me too, my lord. Um, <laughs> me too, my lord. All right, peace, Shrek. <laughs> um, I the gum drop So uh, today is January 11th. And uh, there wasn't really anything too entertaining with today's news, so I kind of go to January 12th. But real quick before I mention that, um, this past um, was it Saturday? Yeah, I think it was Saturday, right? We had a, a birthday. Woo! Right? Yeah, oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's true. We didn't even talk about it. Don't Nick, don't think you're getting getting out of that. I tried to slip by, man. Oh my god! Yeah, what so, did you do, uh, kid? 27 years ago. Ah, uh, man, makes me feel like dirt, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, this this is one of those birthdays, we're going to get a little sentimental here. This is one of those birthdays that happens where you kind of realize that life is, is moving way quicker than it did in your youth. Mm. And the years just kind of, especially with COVID, they just kind of like blended together. And uh, you, you got to, you really got to make the most of each forget year each day each week enjoy the people that truly do care about you um because that that's what's going to be there in the end all you're left with is memories by the time you're old and crusty so um crusty burger. The, the, yeah, the best thing that i can say is uh do everything you can in your power to make money from what you love and just be kind to as many people as you can because there's enough jerks in this world we don't need to add to it so for my birthday, I'm a big, uh, I'm an artist, I'm a big art guy, I've always been, had a little soft spot in my, my heart for art, so I went to the Norton Museum down here uh, in, in West Palm Beach, Florida, and they had a Frida Kahlo exhibit, which was absolutely fucking phenomenal. Um, all of her most famous portrait work was there in person, the originals, there's no substitute. They had a uh, photographic uh, chronology of her life, all the way up to a picture of her in a coffin. Um, 
it was it was pretty moving. They had some of her dresses that she actually wore, no reproductions, the real deal. Um, just one of those things that you see and you just kind of, you know, she kind of lived in a, you know, pretty shitty life, a female Mexican artist that was not kind of the thing at the time. Feminism wasn't really around, so she kind of dealt with her fair share of lumps. So really inspiring exhibit. Um, if you're in Florida and you like art, it's definitely worth uh, seeing. Um, but enough of the bullshit. I'm too old. I feel like dust. I'm getting <laughs> depressed. Nolan, give me something to be cheery well, about. Oh, uh, just say, right, I want to say your your speech was very well said. So good job. Oh, I appreciate that, Kyle. Thank you. And guys, I'm gonna say this publicly, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. You guys were the first people to wish me a happy birthday. It was very, very much appreciated. I always, I don't have too many people in my life that I genuinely care about, but I love y'all to death. Thank you. It's genuinely appreciated. Um, forever live for your amusement. I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> Let's do some cool shit. Yeah. We love you, and, kid. Happy and, birthday. And like what Kyle said, ditto. And if he said that speech before the marathon, I'd come in first. But there was there was money <laughs> or not. <laughs> so, anyways, um, so um, there's, there's nothing too crazy. Um, but there was actually a ride that let me get the exact uh, location on this. Uh, okay, cool. So in should I give the year? Should I not give the year? I'm not gonna give the year yet. But there was a ride. Actually, I'll give the year. I'll give the year. It was in the 80s. To help you guys out. Okay. And a it was the first cast premiere in um, Disneyland. Disneyland. And I'll give more hints. The first cast premiere of the ride, and I will give more hints. What 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 does that mean, cast premiere? So it was just it was, like it was uh, yeah. for cast members only, right? As a preview. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, in the eighties, it's a ride. The eighties. The fuck happened in the eighties? I have a guess, but I don't know if it's right. It might. I might be too early. Nah, fuck too early. Go for it. Star tours. Kyle, you should get a lot of ticket. Dude. Let's go. Really? Let's go. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. Yeah, yes, so, that a boy. Hey, Kyle. After that, 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 that speech just opened up Kyle's brain, and he, he went for it. It's true. <laughs> he wasn't lying. I think it's like that pill in Limitless that like opens up the rest of your brain. That's what it did. Uh, I might get that tattoo. Dude. Hey. <laughs> uh, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, the year was 1987, and Star Tours was premiered from 7 p.m. to midnight. So wow. Um, yeah, so that's that, which is pretty cool because I mean, so much stuff that has happened since then regarding Star Wars and rides and all that. So that's pretty cool. And uh, I have one more, and the question is, where is it? Where is it? Okay, so. There was a – we're going to get more into the um, Disney culture, not so much so as a amusement park. So in the 2000s, there was a Disney Channel show that premiered. Okay. No, it's not th- nothing. It's nothing crazy. Like you guys would know what this is. On this day, you mean? On yeah, well, well tomorrow. So the twelfth, okay. I believe. Wait, did you not? Uh, wait, did you give a year? Oh, two thousand, right? Two thousands. Two thousands. Two thousands with an S. With an S. Disney Channel was um, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That is not correct, but good guess. Ooh, that was a good one. Um, Wizards of Waverly Place? I was going to guess that next. Good job, That is Kyle. not it, but Ooh. good guess. Okay. 
Uh, uh, Hannah Montana? That is not it, but good. <laughs> that was a great guess. Yeah. Uh, what else premiered on Disney? What did I watch on Disney Channel? I'm having a hard time. That's all I was thinking the same thing. I used to watch all the Nick shows. Um, is it that's all right? It is not. It is not. But a good guess. Uh, <laughs> is Tamara on Disney? Oh, uh, no. I think I know. Um, <laughs> fuck, what's it called? Uh, it's, um, I'm blanking on the name. Don't worry live about it. Live action or cartoon? A uh, live action. Even Steven. Uh, no, that's the one I was thinking of. Great show, oh. great show. Not it. Oh. It was in 2007, if that helps. Oh, that's Hail the future. Okay. Whoa, what is that? No. Show? I don't think I saw that. Uh, I've I've seen that. I forget exactly what it was. But yeah. 2007. 2007. <laughs> 2007. Oh, is, it, is that the Jonas Brothers? It's not the Joe Bros. See now I'm thinking, I'm blending over to Nickelodeon. I'm having a hard time. Yeah, what's uh, Disney? It was a spin-off of one of these shows that you guys answered. Sweet love is and Cody on deck. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, oh man. What a spin off. Who had a spin off? Did that's a Raven have a spin off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, uh, he's not saying anything, so that means yes. No, keep going. What was the spinoff? I can't remember. I I don't know the spinoff. Oh, think of the speech. Think of the speech. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It was uh, a that's a Raven spinoff. Who would it be? Called? Corey in the house. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I, don't, I didn't watch much of that show. Look I didn't know that was even a spinoff. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Right, the speech. The speech changed my life, I have to say. <laughs> like Braveheart. God damn. <laughs> yeah, so um that um premiered. I know it was a, it was a little tough, but I had to give a, a second question just because Kyle was selling the dot with the other one. So. <laughs> um so yeah, and also real quick, not gonna ask the question, but um twenty fourteen the twenty first marathon took place, so I believe this year was the 29th, if that my math is right. Next year's 30, maybe. Wait, say that again? So 2014, the 21st marathon took place. 2014, so, first marathon took place. Yeah, so eight eight years, I think, would be. Yeah. So, yeah, so next year's 30, which is kind of cool. Maybe they'll have something special. Maybe more That'll prize money. I don't know. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so uh yeah. You guys have anything else or I don't think so. Uh, uh, I don't think so either. Alright, dope. Alright, so uh as always, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere else at For Your Amusement or For Your Amusement Podcast. Also wherever you listen to us on, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, make sure you subscribe. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.